Welcome back to the Corporate Escapee Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Trainer. This is a podcast for the folks tired of the nine to five grind and looking to take control of their career and probably more importantly, their future. We explore how to leave and more importantly, how to stay out. On this episode, the focus will be on the future of work and why this is a huge opportunity for folks looking to escape corporate or have left corporate and haven't quite figured out what they want to do with their solo business at this point in time. And quite honestly, where the future of work is going and where it's at, you know, this could be the core of your, your solo business strategy. So I want to get into that today. Uh, the three things that I want you to take away from this episode is one, you know, perspective on what the future of work will look like. If you've been in corporate for more than 10 years, 15 years, or in some cases like I was up to 30 years, right? It's going to look vastly different than, than it does today, or at least maybe a, a couple of years ago, because I do think it's in, tra- in transition. Two, specialization versus generalization. And typically, specialization equals higher margins and more focused work, right? And the more specialized you are, uh, the better opportunity you have to differentiate yourself. And third is, you know, how to leverage this, you know, future of work to jumpstart your escape from corporate and, and build some momentum. Um, as we've talked about before, what you start with when you leave isn't necessarily what you're going to do long term, but it really helps to to build that momentum to get obviously the revenue coming in, figure out exactly what it is you like to do and want to be doing. And then that opens up different revenue streams to you down the road. So, you know, first thing is your know, future of work. It's cliche. We see it all the time in the sense of people talking about it and how it's different. But I honestly believe most people get this wrong. And quite honestly, when I was looking at it prior to the pandemic, uh, when I was in management consulting, looking at some of these big B2B companies and those transformations, it was a digital transformation that was coming, right? There was no doubt about it. And I think it was just a matter of time before, you know, the, the future of work, you know, started to change. If you go back and listen to episode, I think it was 135 of the podcast, Steve Klaveski and I get into a discussion on, on the future of work and really how um, today's modern workforce was created less than 100 years ago, right? It was around the um, offices and streamlined work and industrial revolution created these things. So before that, people were their work and their identity, blacksmiths, shop owners, you know, whatever it is, it could have been farmers. It was just more a part of your life. You weren't going into an office eight hours a day or commuting in 90 minutes, you know, each way in order to do that. So, so I think the future of work is going to be much more flexible um, in the sense of how organizations leverage resources. It used to be, well, we have to have headcount. We have to have full-time employees in order for this to work. And I think we started to see a transition with that with, you know, originally with designers, and then you saw some more of the creative work type, you know, could be, you know, fractionalized or outsourced. I think anything that has a skill set, right, anything from a CRM specialist to, you know, a data, um, data management consultant, all will have roles in bigger companies, but they don't have to be full time. Challenges today, most of these bigger companies don't have, have any idea how to use, you know, fractional or solo type of employees. But I think that's slowly, slowly starting to change. And one, again, if there is a benefit to the recession and these recent layoffs, 
is these companies don't want to hire full-time equivalents. As dumb as it sounds <laughs> and where there may be the logic, they can hire consultants or you know, contractors to come in and do the work, but they can't have a full-time equivalent, which means you know, a headcount, which means it's folks that are specialized in work can then go and find work at these bigger companies. I, I just think we're moving this way. It's maybe a little slower than I would like or want, but the analogy that I use all the time that you can get, I think, a better image is think about the, the Hollywood and major movie productions, right? You know, these, these, these production companies don't own and have employees of everything, right? They don't have the actors. They may not have the makeup artists. They may not have all these other pieces, but what happens is they all find the best, right? To come together, put this movie together, work on it for six, 12, 18 months, launch it, and then move on to their next project. So I think we're gonna see much more of this solo or fractional type of work where we're our own you know, one person companies. We build relationships, we work in communities that we come together to work on these projects and then go our separate ways. Why, why I think this is important is just to show you the opportunity that is there to leverage your skill set, and you don't have to be an employee in order to get paid. So, you know, just as we as we talk about the movie production, you know, it's going to look like more of an ecosystem, right, with general and specialists. And you definitely want to be in the specialists, as I talked about, and we'll get into in, in step two, is definitely where the the bigger money is going to be. And you may not need a full time equivalent in order to do that. Maybe ten hours a week, they need your skill set in order to do it. So you can start to market and sell within your network. And that's why I think that this, this future of work, which may be present, is gonna create a lot of opportunities for, for knowledge workers and skilled, um, skilled professionals. So you know, maybe the last point on this is distributed and decentralized, right? It's gonna be more and more, you build your company. Again, you can do really well. You can control your, your time, your flexibility and freedom as we've talked about, uh, financial independence. And I just think this is a great first start. There's more and more companies that are open to bringing people in. Hell, you even may be able to use your current employer as your first customer when you decide to go solo. So, so that's step one. It's really around the future of work and why I think this is an opportunity. Two digs into it, and I've, I've mentioned a couple of times, is really around specialization versus generalization, right? You just don't want to be a general CRM uh, type programmer, but again, more along the lines of the more specialized you can be, the more money you can charge and the more opportunities you're going to have. And I, I think you can look across, you know, different non-traditional areas like process mapping, sales, right? I think we're seeing more hired guns within sales organizations um, or coming in to help jumpstart some sales uh, type of companies where you can do it on a fractionalized basis. The models look a little bit different, but if you're in sales, I think there's a big opportunity for companies that need your expertise but may not need it full time. Customer success, I think, is another area that companies really struggle with. And if you could bring me on as a fractional customer success specialist, I can work with your company and maybe a couple of other companies. You know, it, it's just going to provide that much benefit. There's a benefit to the company that, you know, they don't have to pay, you know, full time. They don't have to necessarily pay benefits but they're gonna get a high quality person that does work really well. So it ties back into the ecosystem, you know, what I talked about in step one, but think about your unique skill set and whatever it is, and I've said it before, if you're getting paid to do a job today, you have a skill set that other people would want. 
So just start to think about how that skill set would apply into other organizations. And I'm talking sales, customer success, and more, you know, day to day within the go to market space, but the same thing with finance or any of the different ad areas, the more strategy you can get into, the better, um, better your rates or fees will be within those. So uh, again, try to figure out how to specialize. What is your expertise? And maybe it's your HubSpot specialist versus a uh, Salesforce or one of those different areas. Again, I think the more niche down you get, the more opportunities that you're going to create, because I can tell you recent experiences, I was looking for a Kajabi you know, person to help me set up and run kind of the infrastructure for my company. And it was really hard to find these people. Um, so if there was somebody out there that I could have partnered with to help me set this up, that would have been a big opportunity. So again, look at where your skill set is, look at some of the growing platforms and figure out how you can, you can leverage this. And again, tying that back into step one, future of work and these specialists, you're going to plug right into these ecosystems and you can provide value and, you know, short-term or even a long-term, but, but it's important to think about what is that specialized skill that you have. And then three, you can probably see where this is going, is how to leverage this to jumpstart your, your escape and transition into the wonderful world of entrepreneurship, solo business owner, freelancer, contractor, whatever your preferred term is. You're just going to see these opportunities, right? So even with you think about, we talk about future work, where there's opportunities today is in mid-size and small companies, right? They're having a really hard time hiring folks traditional corporate folks aren't necessarily jumping into the smaller companies one because they're not used to it maybe two it may seem more risky but you know three they have a need for your expertise so this could be a really good opportunity from a fractional standpoint to go after these types of works and this could be anything from leadership management and or, or just getting getting helping them get stuff done Right. So as you think about transitioning to this role, think about it, you know, initially maybe as consultant, which again is not ideal. You're kind of trading time for money, but then start to look at how do I fractionalize this role? How do I become more specialized? How do I look at it more from the strategy standpoint and apply that across multiple companies? And then over time, you know, kind of with my journey is now into coaching and teaching and maybe a little bit of training that how do I leverage what I've learned? with these other companies then help other people do it. Don't have to, and you can build a really nice solo career with good money, good flexibility by providing fractional roles. I know a number of folks that do it, mostly in the traditional side, but I think we're gonna see more fractional roles in many different areas. So highly encourage you to check that out. Um, I think the key, go back into this, how do you think about this, this transition is you know, leverage your network. I, I mentioned a little bit earlier, your current employee could be your first client, but I'm guessing you know somebody or know companies or somebody that knows somebody that is going to be looking for this type of work that you can get into and to get momentum. And to, again, if we're just looking to cover the cost of what your salary was, you may only need one, maybe two clients in order to do that. So think about your network, think how you're connected. And if you started outreach and did some homework into those networks, you know, where is the opportunities that these folks could use your companies? And again, there's some, you know, startups, mid-market that are hungry for skill sets. So again, why, why I'm talking about the transition is just get the momentum going. Then you can explore what are the other areas that you want to do. As, as I've shared, 
Mine was started consulting, didn't like to do all the the day-to-day work I was doing. It was less strategic, moved into more of a fractional role with a number of companies as chief revenue officer and chief of staff, and then slowly transitioning into the, the training and coaching and how do I help more of these corporate escapees get out of what you're doing day to day. And again, if you love your corporate job, love what you're doing day to day, God bless you. Keep the job, keep it going. This is for the folks that are frustrated, who want to find something more, find something better, find something different, right? To, to take that control back. So anyway, those are the, the, the three main areas. Again, just to recap real quick, future of work, you know, where it's going, right? Even at the big corporate levels, if these companies don't figure out how to become more ecosystem-based or collaborative-based, they're going to have a really hard time surviving. Find your specialization. Start to think about that. You know, we talk about niche down. This is a variation or a another area of that niching down. And then last, you know, you don't have to go straight to teaching courses. There's ways to build the momentum, get the transaction, learn what's working, what's not working, how to, you know, build companies. There's a lot of one-off things that you know, you may have to do for the first time that you haven't done before. That's part of the process. This thing that does not have to be scary to get out, right? You can have a structured plan, um, but be very intentional about it. So again, I know this is more of a specific topic. Uh, I, I do hope you're getting value out of these solo episodes. We're getting, you know, obviously some good downloads from them. So um, we definitely we will going back to our full slate of interviews. You know, at the start of the year, we've got a couple ones coming out before that. So so stay tuned. Um, I think we've we've got a really strong lineup that's coming up. And send us your feedback, right? If you're enjoying the podcast, let me know. Drop me an email. You can you can find me obviously on LinkedIn. If we're not connected, connect with me. Uh, and then if you do enjoy this, please do subscribe and or rate the podcast on your favorite platform. That helps us. You know, to continue to grow and to reach new folks. So anyway, uh, again, thank you for listening. And until next week, cheers. Cheers.